I was scared. I was scared. I was scared too. You're listening to. I was scared too. Michael Myers. Freddy Krueger. Chucky. The Leprechaun. Take it away, Mr. Movies. Give him hell, Pig Cinema. Oh, woo! Woo! Oh, woo! woo. Merry Ooh. Christmas. Merry oh, wait. Ho, Black. ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> yes. And a Merry Christmas. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is, uh, today's Christmas. Yes. Literally, this episode, you're listening to this, it's Christmas. And we assume you <laughs> just told your mom to piss off. You're angry <laughs> as hell. You went downstairs, threw on this podcast, and we're here to tell you your mom sucks. You're, Wait you're good. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> it's a lot. I don't know yes. about that. Okay, it doesn't have to be your mom. Could be your like stepsister. Could be <laughs> the point is someone in your life sucks. Exactly. Yeah. And we are your escape. Let I was scared to be your escape from your seasonal rage. Seasons. Oh, seasons greeting more like seasons beating. That's what you want to do uh-huh. to someone in your life, but don't. Let it go. Maybe you were the wrong one, and you're angry now, but just give it some time. He, here's and what I think we should promise. Yes. If it's truly an escape, let's not take any sides. Let's just help them forget about it for the next hour and some change. Vesh, that's a very diplomatic, wonderful response. Thank you. Listener, we take no <laughs> side. Who's right? Were you right? Wrong? We we are in no position to say. We just are here to say, ho, 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 Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I'm Michael Movies. And I'm Chris Cinema. And we're the hosts of I Was Scared Too. <laughs> yep, a horror movie podcast. And this is our final episode in the Black Christmas Trilogy. Yes. 2019, we're talking, and we're not alone, because nope. no one should be alone on Christmas. That's the theme of all the. But if you are, that's okay too. It's fine. Yes, of course. Uh, this is pro- yeah. If ever there was a Christmas to be alone, this is yeah. that. There's if you're alone on Christmas, you're not a sad loser. You're probably a responsible. You're doing cons- your part. Yes, you're re- you're doing your part. You're being like, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna chill back here. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Well, we have guests on today's podcast. We sure do. They're loving it. They're losing it. It's a visual medium, but they're, 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 their cameras are, are shaking around uncontrollably. So you, you're going to have a good time, listeners. They're the hosts of the Beck to Beck podcast. Courtney. Hi. Cheshire. I didn't know if I was supposed to. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Myself. Hi, I'm Courtney. I am one of the co-hosts of the Back to Back podcast, the premier podcast uh, for Beck content. That's Beck Hansen, the singer, not Hansen Brothers. They also think there's a war on Christmas, but we won't get into that right Whoa, now. Whoa, really? Yeah, they're very <sighs> like anti-vax. And, yeah, no. There was an I article, I, I believe it was Stereo Gum, did a deep dive into the problems the Hansen community has had with the band. And Zach, you're, Zach is also here. You, yes. You're welcome in. <laughs> but but not Zach Hansen. But not, not Zach, Zach no. Hansen. <laughs> we did not. Nah. Hey, guys, I'm here too. I can't even fucking keep up. <laughs> We're moving fast and furious this morning. Uh yeah, it's a wild ride over, and I was scared too. 
but there was this uh i believe stereo gum maybe like brooklyn v anyway or uh, the Hanson community is like, we don't know what to do. Uh, Hanson have really proven themselves to be kind of bad guys in the in the year 2020. Ugh. Whereas we, our Hanson with an E, not an O, he mm. left the cult he was in. So it's a good thing. We're good. Hey, We're loving it over back. here. <laughs> when, di when did Beck leave Scientology? Last Beck November. Beck left Scientology? Stop it, Zachary. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> This is our bit. This is what we do. Um, but no, we he did. bits. <laughs> he, he left his wife, who is also in the cult, and he uh, shortly after that, he announced that he separated from he, the church. This was last November, you said? Yes. So it's been a year. Wow. Why am I laughing? This is so sad. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thesis statement of the Back to Back podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh... You're watching, you think it's a comedy, and like Joker, it turns out to be a tragedy. <gasps> Joker! <laughs> Which, I don't know if you guys know this, we recently uncovered, we, did a, we had a, a hot scoop breaking news on this podcast. We found out that Joker, the movie Joker, was based on the life of Valerie Salernis. <laughs> That the woman true. who shot two episodes ago that news broke the woman who shot andy warhol <laughs> todd phillips and bradley oh cooper said we should tell her story but make it the joker so that people watch it so you're telling me that there's inadvertently a joker 2019 lena dunham connection yes <laughs> wow Yes. Wow, that's a lot to unpack. I'm very familiar with Valerie Solana. So oh, like, are you, Whoa. Courtney? Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. as Zach just referenced, I love American Horror Story, specifically the cult season. Mm. And it's the only Courtney time I've loves enjoyed creepy shit. So cool. that's just the vibes. But what, yeah. what am I going to do? I can't look at my three Joker posters the same way ever again. <laughs> like, honestly. Now, are they three of the same kind, or? They are three of the exact same poster. Hey, I, I went cool. to the theater. The security guard patted me down, like, really aggressively, if I'm being frank. <laughs> and I think that they kind of felt like maybe he owed me, like, a little something-something. So he was like, you know what? You can take more than one. And I was oh. like, is this my reward or my punishment? Wow, <laughs> so I have three. And it's just, like, the half-face one it's or one is it he's, he's, he's on the now iconic joker stairs <gasps> he's wow doing, <laughs> he's doing the scream and i used to have them on my wall just all next to each other so i can whenever, verify this <laughs> whenever i'd show up for like movie screenings with friends i would make careful consideration to blatantly show off my <laughs> joker posters <laughs> uh, not to flex <laughs> but in the year 1990 <laughs> in the year 1997 i had a george of the jungle poster that Ooh. i also got from a movie theater <laughs> no again way. not to flex yeah not brag I, it's, it's a good humble brag it's a good humble brag <laughs> yeah uh call you schwarzenegger because that's definitely a flex if I'm oh <laughs> Now, JZT, do you know, uh, when did you get rid of that? Do you know the circumstances, garage sale? What, what's the? I'm going to, g I think we moved the next yeah. year, and I have mm. no memory of it going <laughs> forward. Ooh, okay. So I assume I'm, I, well, you know, maybe, I think they, they probably said, oh, those darn movers, they lose things. I'm sure my mom tore that shit up. I was <sighs> like, we ain't, <laughs> we are going to have a nice new home. No George of the Jungle posters. George is not allowed out of the jungle. <laughs> 
<laughs> exactly. You said it. I, I feel that so hard. If I, if I had a dollar for every VHS, that would be worth so much now oh, that sure. my mom just sold off in a garage sale without my consent. If I had a dollar for every one, then I would be able to buy back every VHS because they all because she sold them all for a dollar, for a dollar. like yeah. literally yeah. a dollar. <laughs> There's like a market for VHS tapes now, right? Like Definitely. some yeah. are like yeah, oh, kind sure. of crazy expensive. Well, not expensive. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, some of them. I mean, more collector, than a dollar. It's, it's, yeah, it's more about the collection than it is about the the function. But yeah. My prized VHS is I have a copy of 2000 Maniacs on VHS. Are you guys Ooh, familiar with that yeah. film? The John Waters one, right? Uh, no. No. Oh. That's Multiple Maniacs. 2000 Maniacs oh, is an H.G. Lewis uh, movie, Herschel Gordon Lewis, and it, it's about <laughs> Zach. Zach, were you there when I showed this? No, you weren't there for that one. It's you about... showed 2000 Maniacs? Yeah. No, no I, I wasn't yeah. there. It's about um, some Southern folk taking revenge on Yankees for the Civil War happening. Whoa. Wow. It's a lot, um, but it's, it's my prize VHS. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe you damaged my Southern pride so I didn't show up on purpose. I have one of those uh, Toshiba square moments with the VHS DVD combo. That's my TV, wow. so we can just pop in a VHS whenever we want. Blu-rays? I don't know them. I don't have a Blu-ray player. You couldn't play your... Your LCJ copy of Annabella on Blu-ray. Yeah, I did. This, this, this Whoa. Is not, the theme is not good for me. This is Whoa. really stacking against me. Yeah, Lights Camera Jackson sent me a copy of Annabella. What? <laughs> um, story time, Lights Camera Jackson sent me a copy of Annabella on 4K Blu-ray. Oh. Both me and Sean Patrick O'Brien won uh -huh. copies of Antebellum from LCJ, and I had all people it. that entered this thing. It was yeah. specifically Sean and <laughs> that's awesome. Which well, has to the... tell me that many people couldn't have entered. <laughs> no, it was just us. I entered because Sean entered, and I thought it would be like a funny bit, and then I won it. And I thought was I was it... praying we would get his return address, but it came straight from. Uh... <laughs> was it but, just a, a <laughs> raffle, or was there? Trivia or what? It was, you had to say your favorite experience in a movie theater seeing sure. a horror movie. So I said good, I got to see Goodnight Mommy at a film festival, Ooh. like on Halloween at midnight yeah. and everyone just freaked out. So I said that. I can't, I think Sean said Mother, which is also a good choice. That's a fun choice. Let, yeah. let me paint like a mini tragedy for you. How about two of your friends that joined this raffle for like a bit? Don't even want to <laughs> see Annabellum. You have yeah. the one friend, their third friend, who unironically wants to see Annabellum and is the one person that doesn't get picked for the raffle. So he has to bum off of Sean's digital copy that came with it of Annabellum. That's my story. I poured my heart out in my hereditary story for nothing. That's awful. I can't recommend Annabellum. That's all I'll say. I the, still have not seen it. But Antebellum, is that within the Conjuring universe? No. 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 That's it's Annabelle. not a horror film. It was, it, was, it was marketed as a horror film. It's just a drama. It's ah. very hey, uh, No spoilies? One of us hasn't seen this yet. <laughs> it's not a spoilie. I thought you had a digital copy of Antebellum. He hasn't watched He's it yet. It. Well, I'm a busy months. guy. 
That, yes, that's fair. That's fair. You're just re-watching whatever Michelle Gondry movie for the 80th. Time. Um, excuse me. You act like that's a crime. If I want to watch 2000s movie Human Nature with Patricia Arquette, Tim Robbins, and Rice Ifens, however you pronounce his name, I'm gonna do it because no one else does. I saw that. I, I rented that movie at Hollywood Video back in the day. It's Real a weird one. one. It's a weird one. Is it hold no, up? You're, you're, you're a real one. I oh, think it does. You. Apparently, no one else in the club I thought so. I screened it for my birthday. I like it. Sorry, we just <laughs> scream at each other, guys. This, this is our, our band. It is the season. <laughs> We're venting like out our nature. holiday frustrations. <laughs> Except we do this literally every week. Yeah, it's not the holidays. Hey, every week's a holiday on Back to Back. Oh my god. I was also going to say Courtney's wearing I believe a oh. sweatshirt, maybe a shirt. Yes, the sweater. Like a long sleeve. It's longer. an I listeners, the I was scared too. Iconic cinematographer which Courtney designed. Woo. Thank you for Our, designing that shirt, Courtney. Thank you for reaching out to me. It was a blast. It's very comfortable. Uh I like the for anyone considering a long sleeve for the winter season. I it comforts me. And it's a beautiful Courtney. design, Courtney. Great art artistry. Thanks. She's so talented. Oh my goodness! Stop. I'm glad there's one of us. That is. <laughs> I, I'm glad you made the joke, Zach. I almost went, Zach. What kind of talents you got? <laughs> I was like, um, I don't know if you've heard. I'm a podcaster during yeah. quarantine. Yeah. Kind of a you know little out there. Not gonna lie, but uh, no. it makes it makes the bread. <laughs> You with no advertisers. <laughs> yes, we 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 have one or two. I think now on uh we do we we post on Anchor. It's a great yeah. shout out to Anchor. Great way to post a podcast. Uh, they they kind of throw you bones in terms of advertisement sometimes. Oh, and that's nice. They give you little things to pre-record. I'm pretty sure right now we have the same one playing twice. Cool. <laughs> if I do two sponsored segments, but that's great. And that's just some of the wonderful services the people at Anchor.fm can provide you, the listener. Were you plug. a podcaster? Yes, or you a if podcaster? If you wanted to be on Anchor, yeah. Now you guys started the Back to Back podcast in quarantine. Is that right, or am I wrong? Yes, we met each other during quarantine. Actually, oh. I was. Oh yeah. Yeah, through How, the Mike Myers Movie Club. Shout out terrific. to Mike Myers Movie Club. I, um, I met Courtney during Movie Club. I'm meeting JZT and Fish pretty much now, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm being completely frank, like yeah. this has been like a like a celeb meet and greet oh, moment wow. for me. Wow. Like I'm I'm in the presence of the stars. Everybody, I'm I'm starstruck and falling on clouds. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> we're honored to have you, Zach. We'll Thank meet, you. Yeah. Meet officially, but and we're yeah. Back to back, great podcast. You guys, it's like two songs each week about Beck. Yeah, we, we get them back to back. That's the joke. I <laughs> thought of it the morning we recorded the first episode. I was like, oh, wait, like we can actually like connect to the name. Um, and the bit, the thing, it's not a bit. It's actually a struggle. So we have a Spotify playlist. We shuffle it every week. That's how we get the songs randomly. Oh, okay. We have covered every back album except his second to most recent album, Colors. Still haven't gotten one song from it. And every <laughs> week we're like, it's going to be the week it's gonna be the week and it's it's we i found out 
uh, one of the fans messaged me and said, we'll be six months old on New Year's Eve, which made wow. me want to throw up. <laughs> six so, months old? Yeah, we're almost a half a year old. We're like old enough to like crash into a coffee table and go to the hospital. Like, yeah. That's like, <laughs> hey, that's you're never too young to, to, <laughs> you're never too young or too old to crash into a coffee table and go to the Damn hospital. right. Exactly. Just ask, just ask the ghost of Chris Farley. <laughs> he was crashing into coffee tables until the day he died. He's probably still doing it when you hear oh, him yeah. doing it up in the other heaven. room. Yeah. It's Chris Farley. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever you hear a crashing sound, that's the ghost of Chris Farley pulling a fast one on another angel. That's why they call it Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> now, at least why I do. I watch Tommy Boy every Christmas, gotta <laughs> say. We are, uh, I should say, in our household. We're a Jingle All the Way family. <laughs> Good one. We love it. Nice. Pretty unironically. Nice. I mean, then I guess a little ironically, but it's a fun... <laughs> blast it's capitalism at its oh yeah no wonder my but dad likes it yes but it's also an indictment at the same time it's, yes but it's, it walks a line that it can please both masters there um, yes exactly yeah. yeah uh yeah it's fun it's a um, fun one Any guys, other holiday let's go around the horn wait. hold on let's go around the horn what what uh what are your three favorite animals huh <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh no guys let's go around the horn what are your three favorite animals oh, I'll, I'll tell you why later but uh, let's go around the horn uh, uh, yo animals. I forgot we have to talk about the actual movie <laughs> <laughs> are you sure we can't just have fun and hang out <laughs> on Christmas oh no he's on to my scheme <laughs> Uh, I, I'm down to put it back, uh, back on the back burner if you want. Just do you want to just talk about <laughs> oh, yeah. holiday no, no, no. classics for I a was, little bit more? It's funny you mentioned that, Zach, because I, I, I did not know anything. We, I did not see Black Christmas, the 2019 version, in theaters. Came out. I was going to. I think I got real cold scared last winter. I didn't want to leave the house for a movie, even though I had AMC A-list and didn't know how how I was at you the table. <laughs> how good I had it and how yeah. I was in the, the tail end of my movie watching in theaters, you know, life. But yeah. uh, boy, oh boy, is there a lot going on in this. <laughs> and <laughs> I almost was like, oh, I don't know if I would have agreed to this miniseries had I known it ends with this. <laughs> so that's the thing is I, I did see this in theaters and I've been holding on to this for a year of being like, not gonna say anything about it until he watches it. Not gonna say, like, because I, I also didn't want to color your experience either. Sure, like, yeah. Uh, this was one of those movies I watched. I walked out and was like, I have so many problems with this, but if the world likes this, I can be fine not sharing my opinion about this. But to find out that at least the three people I'm looking at seem to be on the same page as me. What a relief. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what if one of us just like really loved it? <laughs> no. Thank God. Well, because that was me before going in. I was going to go see this in theaters and yeah. just never ended up doing it. And so when we had this opportunity, Courtney messaged me like, hey, JCT and Fesh, watch yeah. an episode, which Black Christmas? And I'm like, oh, the 2019 one. <laughs> you know, I never saw it. Yeah. I really wanted to. It's on HBO Max. Yeah. Like, this is this is perfect. I was really mentioning Courtney. <laughs> this is how it happened. I was mentioning Courtney. I'm like about to start. I'm so excited. Like, can't wait to start this. She was already like 
vision of the future about 30 minutes into the movie. <laughs> I, just got, I just got in Taco Bell and she was like, Zach, you're going to hate it. <laughs> <laughs> we watched it staggered. He started it, yeah, like 40 minutes after I had started it. And just like, I wanted to say so many things. I just kept being like, every time he messaged me, I was like, wait, wait 20 more minutes. It's going to be twice as bad. Like, wait, it just gets worse. It was so handy. It's like I was watching with an oracle. It was amazing. It was well, like, this whoa. is your forum. Go off, guys. Oh, say good. what yeah. you got to say. Also, thank God for the sake of this particular podcast that we're all on the, the same page. Yeah, Because exactly. truly, if, if one of us is like, this is an important movie, and I, I love I'm like, yeah. Meeting? Uh. <laughs> yeah, right? Well, uh. this is a 15-minute podcast, so we're done. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I think maybe, again, one of the things I was reading some background on this is, like, uh, it is PG-13, which is like yep. kind of rare for a horror movie. Yeah. And per- it was, like, a point because the director claimed she wanted young women to be able to see it and be inspired to make horror movies or to see mm. them or something. And so it's, like, if you're 11 years old <laughs> and you see this sure. and you go, yes, great. Like, no, not trying sure. to con- change a, a 12-year-old's mind. Right. Yeah. But Or a 13-year, you know. I mean, that is our target demo, especially on Christmas, but... Yes. (laughs) You are Uh, breaking the heart of the child that is wrapping their little rectangular-shaped wrapped gift. Peel it back. It's Black Christmas 2019. (laughs) Yeah, that that was my asterisk towards everything as well. Is like, yeah, I got to keep in mind that, like... I think I brought it up on the pod before, but like sleepover movies, right? This is this. It's not about the movie itself. It's about the movie making you fall in love with the genre. Yeah, you're being yeah. exposed to it. So there, the, I can see the potential for that in this. But yeah, this is a movie that wants to have the energy of the phrase of a woman saying the phrase "suck my dick," but <laughs> can't literally have that happen. We have to cut off the dick every time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Yes, that happened. Right. <laughs> Twice. Yeah. That ha- that happened. I made a specific note of it. It's towards the very end of my notes. I put "suck my what." <laughs> <laughs> that oh, no, she goes, yeah, "suck not... my." That like, only yeah. That only happens <laughs> once. But in the song uh, earlier, they do the crowd reacts so you don't hear them say the word "dick." Yeah, which you're like allowed to say on a TV show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like why not in a PG-13 movie that's about yes. this? Like it's also song. like. <laughs> The song. If you're cool to say the word rape but not dick, like what? Like, you know, like. The way that this film handles rape is just like, I don't know if I've ever seen a movie trying to say so much but handle it so inappropriately. (laughs) The way that these women talk to their friend who is a rape victim is shocking. You don't go up to an assault victim and just be like, remember when you were raped? Like, they are God, but they're very sensitive about the fact that she doesn't have parents. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that's a recurring theme. Like the lines this movie will draw in terms of boundaries is just so all over the place. Yeah, and at first, I thought, like, okay, is that, is that, is that a vic? Is the movie a? F- performative wokeness or is this character performative wokeness and that's why i wasn't sure like watching in the theater last year 
of like, okay, that's in, that's an inch. And it's like, no, that was just an earnest moment of them being like, we, we, this character knows it's bad to call it the orphans dinner, and it's like, well, but then you have your character still say it's okay. Yeah, and it's just, weird. And just for my memory, like that character who's like hesitant about saying orphan, yeah. uh, that's not Helena, right? That's no. That's, that's the character uh, who gets killed in the in the attic later, I think. Again, don't like, know. <laughs> one of the other. Pro- She's not, the one that yeah. says "suck my what," right? <laughs> Doesn't she say? No, suck my that's what? that's <laughs> a different one. I, Let's let I'm, me pull I'm, up I'm the Wikipedia. Be, I'm going to be names. honest. If I'm yeah. being completely honest, these characters are so bare bones. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't remember their names. Them. I just I know, know Riley is... is the main character. Yeah, I know the cute. actress. I know the actress is Imogen Poots, which yeah. is objectively hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's a funny name. Is she also I a poots. musician or? Is she? I... I've only seen uh-huh. her in like Green Room. That's the only thing I've seen her in. I didn't. Oh, she is in Green yeah. Room. Yeah. Okay. She's in French oh, Exit. She's in Green which Room. Which is great. Everybody watch French Exit when it comes out. This is specifically addressed to Sean and Aaron, who are, <laughs> who are wrong about French Exit. They're Thank French you. Exit hate. Michelle Pfeiffer's in that, right? Yes, she is. Gives the performance of a lifetime. Five <laughs> out of five movie. Don't listen to the haters, aka the O'Briens. Thank you. <laughs> I like Michelle Pfeiffer a lot. Uh, uh, so the character who said uh, who checked in that orphaned is okay is apparently named Jesse. <laughs> Jesse wouldn't have wouldn't have. But yeah, no. So Hel- Helena, I, uh, I don't know. Remember, uh, but Chris is the one who says "suck my" and gets cut <laughs> off. <laughs> and she's the one who's like petitioning all the time. Yes. Yeah. 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 Gotcha. Uh, uh, Carrie L. Waz is a no. what, writing uh, literature teacher. Professor? I have Classics. a comment for yeah. this. Let's hear it, Courtney. Zach is is probably anticipating. I wrote in my notes, and I'm so sorry to the director of this film because this is the anti of what she wanted. I wrote Professor Gelson Pilf question mark. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you wrote down the word, possibly invented the term, <laughs> was what sent me over the edge. Don't get me wrong, I agree. I literally just <laughs> I literally just rewatched Princess Bride the other yeah. day and I'm like, man, this dude is really hot. Even though <laughs> my my guy name drops Camille Paglia in his first scene, like this dude, <laughs> like no, I was like, okay, yeah, he's the villain. Like, I got it. <laughs> yeah, but, but here's the thing: you watch it, and you're like, okay, but you're leading us too much. This can't actually. There has to be a fake out here, right? And it's yeah. Just like, yeah. <laughs> no. There's not. Also, the constant, like, it's not constant. It's like four times where they're like, the founder of the school is well versed in dark arts. Like, they worshipped pagan male yeah. gods. Paganism is an inherently feminist and feminine, <laughs> like most pagan religions. All right, Here we female deities. Here yes. we go. Courtney's getting in her occult shit again. This is Here like what people think Freemasons do, and it's not. It's not. It's just a bunch of old men that drink yeah. and tell war stories. <laughs> Courtney, gotta say, not very girl boss of you, honestly. <laughs> Courtney, that's not the very girl boss on you in this 
one woman, three men <laughs> podcast episode. <laughs> Excuse me, if I can just he for she and talk about the feminist classic that we're discussing here. Thank you. Wait, wait, wait. Are we are we digging into a Netflix girl boss corner? Hashtag girl boss. <laughs> Anyone else have some opinions on that show? I I just simply ignored it. I pretended it didn't happen. I watched three episodes and I was like, wait, what? You're braver than me. (laughs) Anyway, yeah. Once again, uh, trying uh, figuring out the movie and trying to give it more credit preemptively. uh, When uh, the professor goes off on his thing and then he he targets Riley specifically to answer the question, and she assumes the writer is a man. I'm like, okay, there's something. Like in a, in a, in a, if this were like in the post-Scream era, that is the tell that the killer is a woman. But no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope, it's the guy that we all think it is, which in a better movie you could make an argument for, yeah, I got you to look over here and I gave you, like, <coughs> what, you know, it's still a trick, but it's like, no, that this just feels like, not lazy, just... Poor. <laughs> it's just poorly, yeah. poorly written. And- Fetch, that was so wild. I can't even imagine attributing like actual insight to this movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, for sure. I, but I'm saying that that's in the moment as it's unraveling the first time I'm seeing it. Uh, you know, I I, I love uh, seeing a horror movie in the theater, and I, I, very rarely do I go in not cheering for it. Mm-hmm. And so that's what yeah. was so frustrating about this one is – I I don't know where the turning point was the first time I watched it, but when the song happened this time around, I was like, "Oh right, this, uh, yeah, fuck this, this sucks." Yeah. This movie, <laughs> like, imagine you saw that happen live. <laughs> that same feeling you would get watching that live is watching this movie. It's just this weird, <laughs> yeah. like, tense shoulders, embar- secondhand embarrassment, and just frustration. One thing the I did. Song? The song. Oh, sorry, sorry. Wait, JC, can you pull up the lyrics oh, to yeah. recite the song for us? <laughs> this song has fucking haunted my nightmares ever since. <laughs> if you want, I can read the lyrics if it makes it less uncomfortable. No, I want JC to read. No, I want JC to read. Now, now, Courtney, that is very girl boss of you. Exactly. But it's also just one of those parodies where it's like. Each syllable is like spaced out to make it. F- it's like you didn't think of the right lyrics to fill in. They're really the same amount it. of syllables, but it's like that. It's it, where Jaren's supposed to go. You put like two one-syllable words, and so it doesn't flow the same way. It's just very first draft, and it's uh, <laughs> which again could work in a better movie to say something about the people. But no, the move that that song is the movie's thesis. Mm-hmm. Up in the they literally played house, in the crates. And, <laughs> and we know what oh. I'm there to do. We're drinking and kissing. And what comes next? You and I have SEX. Ho, ho, ho. I wouldn't know. Ho, ho, ho. I wouldn't know. Up in the frat house. There's one true fact. That is high. That is that I got attacked. Yep. Up in the frat house. Things went down. And I'm telling everyone in town. Didn't. Oh, God. Didn't see your face. For goodness sakes, couldn't have, because I was not awake. I, oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> no, but JZT, go. Yes, yes, JZT. No, JZT, yes. Ho, ho. I didn't know, because up in the front house, click, 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 what you guys do in here is, is really sick. 
instrumental break. (laughs) (laughs) There's no more of protecting you. No, he said, she said, what was true? Don't say what you did was all my fault, because what you did is called assault. Ho, ho, ho. I didn't know. Up in the frat house. Click, click, click. You slip me a roofie, and then you're... Yeah! Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) Rough stuff. It's so much. It's so much to take in. Zach and I were talking about this, and I want your opinion. Yes, yeah. If you're going to say what I think you're going to say, I have to know everyone's thoughts on this. So, so is this a spur-of-the-moment lyric change on... Like on the stage because clearly this is a thing they do every year. Clearly, I read it's supposed to be a send up of the Mean Girls thing because the director thinks Mean uh-huh. Girls is misogynistic, which I have a lot of feelings about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, so clearly, I think they have just a normal like talking about sleeping with frat boys song, and then because she like has she gets triggered rightfully so because she sees her rapist because they force her to go on stage for the friends. Yeah time that day I, I think it's because of her friends that she has been confronted by yeah. this man. <laughs> and so they just make it up on the spot which i guess then it's semi impressive but also at the same time they're saying it's still very like like up on the frat house like <laughs> like, like it's still very well, like santa baby <laughs> gross weird like sultry well, but i uh, could see the and that's what I i'm saying s- like if this is improvised i'm watching this and i'm like Look, I can give a lot of people benefit of the doubt. No one, especially these girls who are not all majoring in like theater, like none of them are going to be able to improv a song like this on the well, spot. Hold again. on, I believe now, it's implied to be improv. Though. I think it's supposed to be improv, but also they're like ants; they share a mind. <laughs> <laughs> they're you can't kill one because they're old. they're like ants, you guys. So of course, of course, they're good at improv. Which also, not to jump ahead, but if that's Whatever. the theme of the movie, the finale where women be doing it for themselves and uh-huh. attacking this, they're all straight. Like, we've only, <laughs> only two of the characters we've met survive. Just random other, I mean, I know we briefly see them, but random other sorority girls survive and kill the frat boys. <laughs> and that sucks. <laughs> like... I don't know. <laughs> These characters I have even less of an attachment with. Oh, great. Right. Perfect. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. The I, other I thing won't. is two two things with the improv thing. Even if it, let's, I think it is, so, but that doesn't matter because it's still a written script. So we're yeah. still seeing a non-improvised thing. And also the audience doesn't right. know they're improvising and they're right. reacting like it's, you know, a very impressive thing. Uh, so... Yeah, I, I think the mere fact that we're talking about uh, it one way or the other shows that something's wrong with it. That it, it's not, uh, it should have been nailed down and shouldn't have been left up for discussion. I feel like if it wasn't such a focal point of the movie, like as you guys said, this is literally like the thesis of the movie. They played <laughs> over the end credits of yep. the movie. They clearly want you to remember. But like you're also saying, it's so like, poorly written and executed and just raises so many questions that I'm not exaggerating when I say 
I've literally been thinking about this song every day <laughs> since watching it. Like oh it, <laughs> it haunts me. It's a sleep paralysis demon. Well, in hopefully, the form of a frat guy in my room at night. Well, I was gonna say, yeah. Well, hopefully, there's some frat boy who was dragged to this movie who is haunted just the same, and will maybe think twice next time uh, he's up in the frat house. You know. Could be. Could be. Maybe the message just isn't meant for us to be heard. Ooh, oh, yes. Man. One day we'll hear about a frat boy whose life was changed by this movie. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that the, the person they're speaking to in this song would just be like, fucking bitch. Like, they wouldn't be changed. <laughs> right. Their minds would not be changed. So that's why the movie's even more confusing. Right. Uh, from a character perspective, sure, I understand why they do it. But from the movie's perspective of why hold on zach that's hold on zach i'm not saying <laughs> no zach i'm not is... i'm not claiming it's a one-to-one the movie seems to be claiming it's I a know, one-to-one i know i just thought it was so funny <laughs> listeners we just got a bombshell in the chat breaking news breaking news when this is good zach i'm glad you're going here this this will paint everyone's perspective of me completely different. This is this is earth-shattering information because real shit, I do not give off this vibe at all. And also, I completely hate the culture that this movie is targeting. I really and like wholeheartedly do. But for the listeners, we thought Zach was in a frat. Yeah, Zach for the sake of transparency <laughs> for the audience, I was in a frat. Wow. I hate frat culture. I literally like did not hang out with anybody at all. I was let in on a purely legacy basis and I was oh. kept and I was and I was and I was kept in because I kept the entire GPA above a 2.5 so they wouldn't be kicked off campus. That is the actual so my story. And as I was watching this movie, I was still the entire time, oh yeah, frat suck. Like yeah. they're the worst. <laughs> I, I just want to be transparent. I'm still the same me, but here's so my coming out. So that's why you didn't like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Your brotherhood is on blast the whole time. <laughs> my, my 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 deeks. What do they call them? Is it the deeks? The deeks. The, they're D K O. Whatever Delta Kappa <laughs> Omega. I guess would that be right? Something like that. It's yeah. like, oh man, dudes rock. This is propaganda. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Please continue. Sorry to interrupt with that tangent. <laughs> I'm glad you said that, Zach, because I was thinking about how I was not in a frat. I went to NYU, which didn't, which only had like a Jewish fraternity, <laughs> and it was heavily made fun of. But I look back and go, maybe I should have joined. Oh, maybe. Mazel tov. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I should have tried. <laughs> Alternate timeline. <laughs> yeah, I'd be oh, I'd be mayor by now. If I was in that for Jewish fraternity, oh, I'd be mayor. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be the mayor of New York City, damn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's yeah, just I... express well. What? I went to art school, so there were no frats or sororities, so I didn't have an option. Yeah. I went to a community college for two years and then moved to New York City. And uh, that's it. So I'm the only frat. Not my own frat, need. but yeah. Yeah, you joined a frat called Jay Z T's Boyhood. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
<laughs> yep. Welcome the initiation the was something else. <laughs> <laughs> Throw this water balloon at that Taco Bell employee. Okay, you're in. <laughs> Sorry, Starkey. All right. Um, now let's apologize. That was me. Uh, yeah, Sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so she uh, Riley meets a guy named Landon. <laughs> I don't know. Yes. I'm trying. Let's keep it going. Yes, yeah. he's uh he 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 comes to the coffee shop every day. She works. At, she's a barista. Uh, he's very shy, but you know, sweet. Um, more like more like Blandon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he does not have much charisma. <laughs> he's he's the token soy boy. I would say, Courtney. <laughs> Courtney, can I please ro- ro- like tell them the note that I wrote down? Yes. And I, I I use this exact same phrase when we just watched It's a Wonderful Life with our friends the other night. Oh. <laughs> I put. I wrote a note. I said, "Love this ultimate low T beta cuck boy love interest." <laughs> <laughs> And I know that's not very girl boss of me. I'm sorry, everybody. No. But well, well, <laughs> well, it would be girl boss if Courtney said it. <laughs> I want to say to all the soy boys out there, I see you, and I I prefer soy boys. Literally, do a podcast about the, like one of the ultimate soy the boys. King of all soy boys. Um. <laughs> As you say it, it is like they almost designed it like what is the character that will piss off the alt-right trolls who come to see this movie the most? I didn't sure that. Well, and he has, he has to be non-threatening but also a suspect for the villain, which I thought yeah. was like, weird. <laughs> yeah, they almost want him to be just creepy or off enough that if he was like quietly an incel, it would be a shock, but it yeah. doesn't. It, and it would right, be. Right. Again, to Fesh's point, it would be a more interesting movie if he was. I, yeah. Uh, you know. It would. It would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it, I think, again, the biggest issue with this movie is, like, it's wasted potential. It's like, this is the entry-level version of this movie, which is crazy because it's the third version of this movie. And he, while 2006 <laughs> yeah. has plenty of problems itself, it's weirdly not as misogynistic as I expected for in in 2006 gore yeah. era horror the 70s one is obviously and strangely miles ahead <laughs> like yeah. Yeah. it's like i i just don't without, understand yeah without getting too i mean not to say this is a bad thing like message heavy or anything but like yeah, yeah the 74 one is pretty like subtle without you know saying enough in like well, that's not the point of this movie, but there's just enough, you know, and it's good. <laughs> yeah. No, I watched, I watched the '70s one for the first time before watching 2019 because I was like, yeah. I can't watch 2019 without seeing the '70s one. Mm-hmm. I know it would be bad, and I was shocked at how, like, quietly political it was, but yeah. like in yeah, a good yeah. way, like in a. But it, tr- it treats it like it's the base reality we should all be yes. at, as opposed to I can't believe I have to tell you this stuff. And yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Well, exactly. You treat your audience with respect. Maybe it won't yeah. be as much of a struggle. It's and like I read. You, yeah. Oh no, you go ahead. Or, I was. I mean, yeah. You just do have like a character who's like, you can't get rid of the baby. I, it's, I'm a part of that, but it's not like he's just saying that like it's personal. Not the female race is tied to us, and if you. D- kill that baby then you're actually killing yourself like 
All that yeah. other Jordan Peterson bullshit. Sure, but, but even if it was in, it, it, yeah, it's in his line delivery doesn't feel that way. Or, or if it, it's up to you to fill that in. Whereas this yeah. audience has characters looking to the camera and go, yeah. "I am a man, and I am mad at you telling me I am bad." Yeah. I guess what my problem with this is, and it's some like not, I can't really think of any other examples, but some of the things I hate the most, like when you read a bad script or just not a bad, but you know things that have written in the last three years, they just feel like they were adapted from an Instagram post or adapted from a sure. meme, where it's just like, yeah. and this is the message, and we all agree, like <laughs> yes, it's like talk like human, be- I mean talk like <laughs> human beings, but then you know, not I don't know, not to be. <laughs> Um, excuse me, are we trying to say that Black Christmas 2019 doesn't follow the tenets of good screenwriting? <laughs> May I remind you of a little something called setup and payoff? <laughs> <laughs> they show I a mean, little those, tiny that's... Santa toy that's motion activated <laughs> in the beginning of the movie, and then by the end of the movie, it goes off Chekhov's gun. I rest my case. <laughs> Yeah, those are the two elements this movie has, setup <laughs> and payoff. <laughs> Were you going to say something, Courtney? Oh, just one thing I was re- – because I, I had to read about the director afterwards because I oh, I oh, didn't believe she was a woman. Um, first <laughs> off, um, sorry. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's, that's definitely not girl boss of you. She uh, – Apparently approached Blumhouse saying she wanted to do a remake of I Spit on Your Grave, but hadn't seen the <laughs> yes. film. Imagine, imagine going up to Jason Blum and being like, hey, I've never seen this. You want to let me do it? And then Jason Blum didn't kick her out of his damn office. He said, <laughs> yeah. oh, no, take Black Christmas. And she said that she thought the original ending of Black Christmas was misogynistic, which blows my mind. How is it? Mis- it's realistic. <laughs> it's just an yeah. ending. It's so misogynistic ah! that women get murdered in this country. Like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> or that so, the cops make mistakes. How misogynistic. I think I have finally reached the base level of anger of this podcast learning <laughs> those things. That's very, uh, I hate that, and that makes me mad. Yeah. I think one thing we can all agree on about this movie, though, that is at least interesting is the fact that they do totally change the subgenre of horror that this movie is yeah. towards the end. Yeah. They at least yes. took a swing. Um, but to me, that reads, and then learning that fact, reads as, well, we had our own script, but it, uh, it didn't seem marketable enough, so we just called this one Black Christmas yeah. 2019. Which is what I wanted to say, because Courtney was filling me in on a lot of this stuff. I'm pretty sure I've seen the original Black Christmas before, but it's been like forever sure but i told her and i wrote notes i was like this does not feel like a black christmas movie this just feels like they wanted to make their own movie and they just put black christmas kind of over it which i mean you know i can be appreciative of sequels remakes reboots whatever that Mm. are more variative upon the originals but other than that last little portion where there's kind of that new subgenre curve which at the very least, I just thought was interesting. It was something. It was, it was something. It was something. It <laughs> yeah. was something. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's. Uh, yeah. It uh, it was it was a, a brief oasis, but it was also <laughs> at the same time as somebody uh, who, who watching this. It's like it it rubs me the wrong way. That it's not like oh you've ruined. <clears throat> Black Christmas for me. I'm not going to that level, but just like 
simply why call this Black Christmas? That's where yeah. it yeah. rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. just don't yeah. call Like, no, nothing needs to be changed about, about this movie uh, f- to fulfill their intentions. Mm-hmm. And, and then you can still change the title and just... N- that it doesn't solve this movie by any means, but like yeah. it wouldn't. You're setting yourself up to fail there to say we're gonna be the official entry of this era, exactly, and then fully fumble that. And yeah, the ending. I personally, I did not like the the subgenre switch. Sure, because especially like I love. I don't love him, but the killer in the '70s Black Christmas is very yeah. interesting because we know nothing about him. All that, and it's scary enough, my opinion as a woman, it's scary enough to be a woman. You don't need magic to make it worse. Like, a phone call or a harassment online is scary enough. Like, you know, having to have your car keys out to, you know, punch someone if necessary is scary enough. You don't need supernatural, bruising, weird stuff. It's just (laughs) unnecessary. That opening sequence is pretty effective. Just where yeah. she's that's it's very simple storyboarded. She's being followed, getting weird texts. Like that's great. Yeah, yeah I, I think this uh the if you're gonna be supernatural, it needs to be analogous. You can't be like, here's the literal and then in the last act, here's a <laughs> metaphorical version of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, no, either the whole movie needs to be metaphorical and then you reveal what the metaphor has been for for this whole time. (laughs) I want to bring up a fact from the INDB that ties into this. Uh, The black goo that the fraternity brothers bleed is meant to represent literal toxic masculinity and how it affects men and changes them from humans into monsters. It was also used because they were not allowed to show red-colored blood in a (laughs) PG-13 rated film. I guess that. (laughs) Well, I would also say red wouldn't make me think toxicity either, though. But Sure. I don't yeah. know that I again. I don't want to at that point because it's yeah. so obvious. But well, it's like y- too. I think to I think this is to everyone's point. Like it almost makes it like a clean scapegoat of like, oh, they're not like evil boys. They're just right. They, they've been brainwashed. It's like yeah. no, no, like that's toxic masculinity is not magic. It is right. like literal peer pressure and societal yeah. you know, stuff kind of making you what if awful there was a needle drop when they start kicking ass and toxic <laughs> by britney spears <laughs> <laughs> uh, you i'm almost surprised that's not <laughs> the or uh, i i think that broke me i think that <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about, there there's a moment i don't know it's like the moment when uh prior to the murders uh gosh i forget the She's one of the characters who dies, and she has the boyfriend. They're like the kind yes. of it made to be like obnoxious couple of the thing, and yeah. he's like in a mood. He's been drinking beer, and he never drinks beer, and then he kind of snaps and is like, you know, he's like, all he you does a do- not all men moment. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and she goes, seriously, are you not all menning me? And but see, they're self aware, so it's good. Yeah, <laughs> it's a weird moment because it almost it want it's like the movie is trying to be like. We're we're showing a different art side, and you know we're giving the men a, a right, that, again. Watching it for the first time in the theater, I was like, "Is is this something?" And it's like, "No, it's just saying he has that too." <laughs> like, yeah. it is just saying all men, and it's like, "Oh, okay, all right, sure." Me and Courtney kind of described it, or like Courtney, we described it as like taking off buzzwords, pretty much going yeah. throughout. Just like, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. make sure we cover like all of the relevant phrases and then we'll be good he yeah. literally says i like beer it's a kavanaugh line <laughs> they literally quoted 
Brett yeah. Kavanaugh. Oh my God. Did they say Devil's Triangle at the end? I forget. <laughs> Did you guys hear that too? Did you guys hear that just now too? <laughs> oh my God. Oh. Uh, nobody takes a red pill in this, do they? They don't. They don't go on Reddit. They don't. Well, one of the one of the one of the IMDb facts is Professor Gelton is inspired by Jordan B. Peterson and is meant to be an unflattering pair to him. But it's also based on Brett Kavanaugh, whose trial inspired the film. And it's like so, just every shitty. Does it actually say that? <laughs> yeah, it's like no. I, whose or... trial inspired the film? <laughs> what, is, yeah. what is happening? Yeah. I literally, I feel <laughs> yeah. like I'm in. I feel like I'm in the fucking mouth of madness right now. I'm going <laughs> fucking insane. <laughs> this movie can't be real, and yet I watched it, and it was me the whole time. Like it's it's <laughs> happening. I'm witnessing my own death just on screen. I hate this. God. <laughs> I, I I weirdly gotta say yeah I'm glad we're having this talk because I almost as soon as it was weird I don't know if it's just like the day I had yesterday but it's like I watched I had a nice three movie day you Ooh. know and uh, the weirdest triple feature possible uh, Kate Winslet's The Dressmaker Miranda July's Kajillionaire and then 2019 <laughs> Black Christmas you know wow, draw the themes there on your own but uh, <laughs> it's just it's so weird it just started and I was like. I don't want any of these girls to die. <laughs> sure. Which is a bad mentality to go into a horror movie with. Like, oh, can they just all live? Well, I mean, <laughs> I think that is the... You're supposed to feel that way with R- most yes. horror movies. <laughs> I yeah. Think, ideally, you should feel that way for the characters. But it yeah. seems... Yeah. Can I ask more specifically wh- why you felt that way? Was it well, just yeah. coming off the heels of those other movies? or? And I don't know if it's because we watched... We, we did... Our 2006 episode on Friday, so it's a short yeah. window to be watching these all. Yeah, and but there is something about just I don't know, and 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 maybe it's just how poorly it's handled, but the way this movie just grounds everything so much in the real world, it's like this is a bummer. It's just yeah. I don't know. There's which I know like there's ways to like you know thematically tackle this kind of stuff in like an elegant way. Sure. And not to just, or, you know, I don't know, but it is just something about it. It is a lot easier to watch a Friday the 13th where it's their, their big, broad, dumb uh, himbos and, uh, like, and maybe dubious morality and letting Jason kill those guys versus uh, assault victims yeah. <laughs> yeah. just trying to make their way through uh, life, which is, yeah. again, I spit on your grave. Is a is about that, but you. She. It's very much like watch her get revenge, whereas this movie is watch her try to maintain normalcy. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like that is not the thrill ride <laughs> that you think it have, is. Have her fr- have her close, supposedly close friends bring it up in casual conversation three years later. You know. <laughs> yeah. Just... Yeah. And force oh, they her force life. her to sing. They force her to sing. You yeah. can't do that to they anybody. Do. To anybody, you shouldn't do that. That's mean. She doesn't want to sing. And a song about having <laughs> sex with frat boys. Yeah. yeah. What but the Cordy, fuck? But Cordy, it's okay because right before they sing, someone in the audience yells, "Women." That was <laughs> wild. I and again, ho- I another was hoping moment. someone else heard that. I was hoping at least one other person picked An- up on that. <laughs> another moment, though, where it is like, again, I don't full, uh, the song hasn't happened yet, so I'm not fully fucked this movie yet. <laughs> so it is like, what level, what level of irony is that? 
And that's the feeling I had for the first third of this movie. It's like, is there any? And then you just find out there is zero irony in this movie. Yeah. I feel like that I'm seeing like a ghost of Christmas future of like 20 years down the line where it's like, no, this movie was satire. Like it's supposed to be ironic. Like, so it's really a four out of five. <laughs> Well, I do talk about that in in the 2006 uh, episode. Uh, the feeling when you're watching modern cinema is obviously very different because you're like, is this the way we're going? Mm-hmm. And so to be even a year removed from this, it, there is a little sense of relief of like, no, this is not like <laughs> not everything has become this and it's not going to catch on like that. Uh, so, yeah, I think in 20 years I will be able to see this and like, I don't love it, but like it's a nice little lark and it's a it's a time capsule and it's whatever. It's the unfortunate having to live in this moment where this rubber band effect exists to be like, oh, everything is so that way to counterbalance. We have to make this movie. And it's like, no, nah, that's not as helpful as you. Oh, dear. It's just not as helpful <laughs> as you think. Well, well, and I mean, again, like at least going through like Letterboxd and stuff like that. People like this movie. There, there sure. are people that really unironically like this movie. Sure. And so, which, you know, obviously everyone teach their own cinema, but yeah. like, yes, you know, there are people that do vibe with it. I wish I was one of them, possibly. Yeah. Maybe I yeah. don't. I, maybe I don't <laughs> want to be that. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like to another point earlier, I think, Courtney, you were saying in researching the director, like, was this made by a guy? And you almost would give it more slack. You're like, He's trying. It's like some guy <laughs> I'm sure is like, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna be an ally. I'm gonna make movie, a and, and this attempt movie was fails, made. This movie fails so hard that the sentence is you would forgive it if it were made by a guy. <laughs> yeah. You know the what antithesis I... of <laughs> the message. There's a movie I really like that gets mm. a lot of shit because it's made by a man and I think mm. it, it has a lot more to say about this subject matter. What are you going to say? Assassination Nation. I think it's a oh, lot okay. of flack. And I think Sam Levinson, who also did Euphoria and shit, he gets a lot of flack for being a white man that tells stories about young women and about mm-hmm. transgender women and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I think he's doing more than someone like this director. Like, he is trying not to hard, hard, totally... Hard agree. I'm being the girl, I guess, at the end of this movie, like bowing down to the men. But <laughs> Courtney, we promise you, we're not gonna break your neck. Thank you, I appreciate it. Sam Robinson might come and do that, but who knows? Sam, please don't if you're listening. <clears throat> this is where we're at. We're we're ranking Assassination Nation versus Black Christmas 2019. I also, agree with the I've never also. seen. I, I, I haven't I'm seen gonna, it. I wanted to and then didn't, guys. and I I will check it out now. I I had fun. I agree with Courtney. I had fun. What's it? What's it about? It's like social media is tough. What is it? Yeah, it's like the Purge, but about teenagers who everyone's social media gets leaked and their text messages get leaked. So everything everyone said about everyone wow. else in this small town is put out to everyone and it just it turns into the purge and i'm a fan of purge films sure. so oh, it yeah. was like it was I, like the purge <laughs> with a point which i mean some of the purge movies maybe <laughs> try to have a point um, um have you seen election day yikes. <laughs> yeah uh yeah it's i like the, when they do the killing but other than that i, I don't know how to feel about that movie the, the, the execution's a little messy but i think the escalation for assassination nation mm-hmm. is like 
really insane, which is a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> to go completely off topic again. <laughs> but, that's, but that's an example of a movie with a, a premise uh, that seems to be the reason you're there, whereas this is... Again, there is a premise, which is, you know, it's Christmas time and on a college campus and there's there's a murderer out there. But we don't reveal what that actually is until later. And so, again, you're stuck just empathizing with this main character and just hoping you want the movie to end as soon as possible. So this person is safe <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. is the is the best case scenario. <laughs> like, you're just like, I don't th- that's no fun ride to take there. Whereas if we had introduced. Toxic. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like if this movie uh, introduced the toxicity thing, which is still dumb and whatever, but if that was right up front, mm-hmm. right away, like that would release a certain type of tension that you can just go, all right, I need to turn my brain off and just enjoy this. Whereas it does. It asks you to empathize more than most horror movies do. Yeah. And I think that is... <sighs> I'm not saying it shouldn't ever happen. <coughs> I just think the, the, the recipe... Well, uh, could use some revision, that's all. I mean, it uses most of its runtime for what feels like buildup. But, like, because, yeah. you know, obviously, Courtney had her future site. And by the time I'm in the last 30 minutes, I'm like, okay, the killer is, like, just now showing up pretty much. Like, obviously, yeah. there's some scant few kills, all pretty weak sauce. But, you know, I'm like, yeah. okay. Is it this kind of movie? Is it, like, a direct confrontation kind of? And that doesn't happen until like the very tail end of yeah. this movie and i'm like even the pacing is just very like yeah wonky to me and i feel like uh, maybe i'm wrong but there's not really a denouement right it's just kind of like we beat it and black christmas bye <laughs> black christmas <laughs> yeah and then up on the roof felt felt yeah. like to me felt like they burned the frat house down to yeah. the ground yeah uh the toxic masculinity is flammable <laughs> Guys, they did it. They defeated toxic masculinity. It doesn't exist anymore. They're all going to go to jail for murdering <laughs> yeah. people. It doesn't matter. Because if she says, Mr. Policeman, they were <laughs> monsters and they were bleeding black, he'll be like, a loony bin for you, sweetheart. Yeah. She like, said, Mr. Oh, Policeman, I gave I you gave all the you clues. All the clues. <laughs> I, <laughs> yes! I, I wish we watched yeah. that instead. <laughs> Courtney, oh, let's, the watch the snowman. let's watch the, the snowman. snowman. Snowman? It's a Christmas classic. Courtney, I'm going to screen that tonight instead. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I do it's either that say. or Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. You have to choose. Wait, that's a movie? Yeah. The Snowman or Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer? Grandma Got Ran Over by a Reindeer. They made a movie out of that? Uh, yes, it is a half-hour Christmas special. Everybody okay. go watch it. It's the funniest gotcha. thing ever made. Is it animated? Mm-hmm. It's animated, okay. yes, and it's a classic. Everyone should watch it. I promise, I'm not wasting your time. <laughs> okay, <That's fun. laughs> we're big fans of Snow Globe now. This is a yeah. go check out on, Snow Globe on Freeform. Everybody. It's free to watch on Freeform.com. Go watch it. Oh, I've seen it many times. Oh, <laughs> Snow Globe. I have not heard of this. Christina Milan, right? Yeah, yep. it's everyone's favorite Italian American, Christina Milan. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, she gets sucked into a snow globe. That's a... A worm? What? <laughs> I said, oh, worm? That's awesome. <laughs> wow, this is a movie. 2007. Good year. Yeah. <laughs> I will go watch the snow globe free on freeform.com. <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by... Fr- no, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> you joke, but Freeform, if you're listening... Please... 
Um, yeah, uh, Freeform, we told you we're not ABC family anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, JCT, this is the uh, only, this is the this is the third non-Norbit PG-13 uh, movie we've covered on the pod. Oh, wow. The other two being the Happy Death Days. Yes. And that's an interesting point of comparison to say, uh, well, you know, you sit down and watch those. They, there's nothing in it that's so glaringly like, whoa, that can't be in a PG-13. But you don't feel the PG-13-ness yeah. in those movies you like don't, you do. Yeah. In this. Mm, I was the, even going to say, like, almost, you know, I don't know what Black Christmas... Maybe it was is R, I guess. Yeah. But it almost feels like that's just like there's nothing too explicit as I recall. You know, there are I mean, there's some stuff, but it, it, sure, it's not yeah. two thousand six explicit. I'll say that. Absolutely, uh, yeah. yeah. But it's yeah, just, I, oh yeah, Zach. You I'm sorry, but like you can frame it. Like I promise you, the stuff you can get away with with PG thirteen, like you can yeah. pull it off. But I just think like the entire time, like pretty much any kill in this movie i was like this is so weak and if they had just framed it slightly differently i feel like they maybe could have pulled some of these off but like it just pulls every punch like i'll be honest with you i'm trying to come up with a kill in my mind right now and i can't think of one (laughs) i know that one of the posters is like the is the candy cane with dripping blood on it but can, I don't think that's in the movie. Can we talk about the poster <laughs> for this movie? Can we oh, talk yes. about the poster? <laughs> is it the me... one where it's just the, the gals and then pink black Christmas above them? Or... <laughs> it, it's the one where it's the gals and it yeah. says Merry Christmas above them, but uh-huh. it smells out Merry Christmas with like different little holiday iconography. Oh, like, sure. With like a snowflake stocking, like a candy cane. And you read it and I'm like, if I didn't know that this said Merry Christmas, this does not read as Merry sure. Christmas. Like the the things <laughs> that they're I using. Soccer ball, New York. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like I'm on like I'm I feel like I'm on Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> like oh, Mungi Crackmo, and it's like oh no, it was Merry Christmas, and I was like oh. I, I would not have known that. I'm sorry. <laughs> They have a stocking as a Y, and that looks like a backwards L. Like, all right, I'm gonna look up the picture, guys. This sucks. All right, all right. As, <laughs> as a professional graphic designer, I say <laughs> shame. Yeah, Courtney, let's. <laughs> I love a dingbats moment. I love a dingbats moment. This is not moments because it's dingbats. A, 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 a wing dings moment. <laughs> Merle, Merle Christmas. Yeah. Christmas. Merle, yeah. M- I'll make it. Well, hold on. M moral, moral. M O R R backwards L. Christmas, I think, is pretty okay, but the Mary is is very bad. They use a gingerbread man as a T, like yeah, a that's full an X, gingerbread man. man. That should be an yes, X. But... That's an X. Merry Christmas. Just lose, yeah. Just lose the Chris. It's cleaner. It's just an X yeah, mess, yeah. and that's it. <laughs> This oh my god! I I had I had a full on. So shirt. what is that supposed to invoke? <laughs> oh hey, he did, folks. The Queen of Halloween has arrived. No no, can I warm up a cup of coffee? Yes. Alright. <laughs> uh, so She's what is that w- supposed to invoke? Is that supposed to be like teens and their emojis? Like wh- why? <laughs> I have no clue. I have no clue. The tagline also on one of the other posters is "Slay Girls," and I want to kill myself. Well. Oh, that's good. That's <laughs> well, good. I like that. That could work. Yeah. If the mo- if we hadn't seen the movie yet, I'm yes. I'm like I'm listening. I'm listening. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah, this this movie is made for for white feminism, as they say. Well, of course. Yes. So. And yeah. apparently, twelve to thirteen year old white feminists. So. Yeah. <laughs> I guess yeah. The, the the this poster we're talking about. It's like, well, we gotta have some <laughs> sense that it's Christmas, but it's like, well, no, you don't. I don't. It's also you black really and, don't. You really don't. <laughs> you don't. It's also confusing. It feels like it's trying to be like a a punk homage kind of thing like but there's nothing punk about this movie and hey why th- this black isn't white <laughs> this isn't your mom's black christmas wait yeah. jgt there's nothing punk about the 2019 black christmas you heard it here folks this movie is not punk did you hear the song hmm. <laughs> yeah i heard the song and there were no guitars no drums you know punk what? A punk, a female punk band would cover this song, though, and I think that says it all. Unfortunately. <laughs> yes. I would like to submit to the court that mm. this movie is punk as fuck. There, oh. are at, there are at least five crash zooms in this movie. <laughs> I know because I made note of every single one because I love crash zooms. <laughs> Every time it happened, I'm alone in my apartment. I audibly let out, whoa! (laughs) (laughs) Like, that was the difference between a half star and a one star movie for me. (laughs) I gave it a half star just for I gave it a one star. (laughs) I will say, Courtney giving it a half star, not very girl boss, but continue. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay, so we jumped to ratings. JCT, did did the chart on the scare meter for you at all? You know, gosh, the bow and arrows were pretty scary. The one, the one or two of those got me. Wait, when the girls did them? No, when oh, okay. the original when they when the original <laughs> zombie frat boys break in. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh, right, right, right. I, I, okay. I felt the same. I was like, oh, okay, and bow I, and, and arrow. Do you got a quantification for that? You got a number on that? I think I would give it a six. Oh, okay, I mentally cool. checked it. I'm like, ooh, that's a little scary. And then. By the next scene, I did not think about the scare meter, so <laughs> yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I so a, a brief spike of six, and then it completely zero otherwise. Yeah, yeah, okay. uh, yeah. You know, it's funny too. You, we mentioned ratings. I told and Letterbox, and I, yes. I thought as a funny bit, I would start giving every movie a five star rating on Letterbox. Yeah, and boy, oh boy, does this movie make that hard. I was so excited to see how you were gonna handle that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the 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 cop out answer is oh, I just won't rate this one. But <laughs> yep, that's what you do. Uh, yeah, you know I gotta. It's tis the season to be honest. Yes. Christmas is a time of honesty. Absolutely, famously. <laughs> I'm gonna give this yeah half a ghoul and half a goblin, and and half a ghost because everyone should be rated. It's Christmas. We gotta get Christmas. all the guys together. I don't want to leave the goblins out in the snow, so I give it one and a half ghost ghouls and goblins. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, uh, again, the, uh, this rating is less about the text of the film itself, but like, I, I'm always happy for entryways to horror, and even if this is a yes. misguided or backwards one, again, I can't, I can't help but uh, imagine that there's gonna be a, a you know a couple of. 11 12 13 year old white feminist girls out there who are now going hey what if there's more to this genre than i thought i thought it was just a boy genre 
Uh, and so if there's some education to come with that. So, yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and give it uh, uh, a go school and a goblin myself. Or, no, I'm sorry, a half go school uh, and a goblin. So there we go. Three. Er, two, two, two. Half. One and a half. One and a half. <laughs> One and a half. <laughs> sorry. That was the first time our rating system confused me instead of our <laughs> Guys, you I gave it all halves and ones. That was it. What was it down there? Yeah, I I gave it a half star on Letterbox, so yeah. you guys can can translate what that would be. That's in your one ratings. third a ghost, one third there a gob. Go. Wait, no. <laughs> one Quarter. eighth. One one, one eighth. eighth? eighth. Yeah. <laughs> Math. Or you know what? Let's just say it's half a ghoul. Anyways, sure. <laughs> and and yeah, I gave it a one because yeah. there's just the I'm trying to be. I, crash zooms are a definite plus. I'm not yeah. going <laughs> And kind of like going back a little bit, what we were saying with the opening, I could like slightly see the potential. The I was potential, like, yes. I was like, with this opening, even as like a standstill, I was like, okay, I can maybe see this. Her getting dragged away and it's a snow angel. I'm yeah. like, yeah. okay, okay. I'm am I vibing with this? Turns out I wasn't. You know, <laughs> Ron, Ron Howard narrator. He wasn't. Also watch. <laughs> also watch Hillbilly Elegy on Netflix is what he's telling me. I'm not oh. listening because I'm not oh, going to do that. I'm not going to watch that. But uh, what else? What else? What else? Hillbilly uh, Elegy feels like the Green Book of 2020. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but I we, think we it's made it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like COVID is going to, I don't think it's going to get much traction, but I think in like a non-COVID world, that would be the <laughs> green book of 2020. Thing. Yeah. A parent's going, it's pretty good. Uh, and what was I saying? And yeah, you know, the stuff with like the last bit kind of shifting gears a bit. I'm a sucker for third acts that kind of flip the script a little bit. Sure. So I was like, okay, okay. And last thing, I told Courtney about this. I had to emphasize it. There is a uh, I don't know what else to call it other than a Diva Cup subplot that I was <laughs> that was I thought just like a one-off gag but it turned out if you may remember to be crucial to the plot by the end of the movie they just yeah. sprinkle in I'm missing my Diva Cup and I said yeah. that's hilarious and so <laughs> I was following this Diva Cup trail for the entire movie and by the end I was rewarded for it so I was like you know what that's that's a star. That's you know I've, up, got, I've got off. point three 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 ghost schools and goblins. Great. So just to go off the diva cup thing, I think maybe <laughs> the thing that enraged me the most as <laughs> uh, a person who has a period. Oh, you're gonna say it <laughs> when the Jewish girl is missing her diva cup. Miss mm-hmm. uh, Poots hands her a pad, and mm-hmm. this girl does not pull her pants down. She manages to put a pad on by just sticking it in her underwear and ladies out there, people people with periods, you know that's not how it works. That's not how any of this works. So, and that was when I was like, this was directed by a man. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad we had that that female perspective from Courtney. <laughs> was that girl boss of me? That was very girl. In fact, that was so girl boss that like redacted every non-girl boss. <laughs> it also, that whole thing, that that storyline of getting the, 
it felt just so unnecessary of like, oh, we need an so object from every girl. It's like, why? You just kill them. Like, even the know. thing where they, even the thing where they have Helena's necklace, and it's supposed to be like a reveal, like, oh, no women are surviving this. Like, you're you're dead too. She's like, what? A, what oh, why am I on there too? And it's like, you didn't have to do this. You could just like try to kill her. <laughs> yeah, it's so strange, so bizarre, so weird. <laughs> Hey, gang, sorry. The Queen of Halloween's eager to chime in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, uh, sorry, where were we? Oh, my gosh. We're pretty much done. That's... Yes. Camp. Well, yeah, I guess we... No, I was just going to rant about the pads more, but I don't need to. I really <laughs> do you, don't. You know... do, you, do you guys like Jamie Kennedy? <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> complicated question <laughs> i i ask because i courtney can attest i will often just write bits to myself in my free time <laughs> so for one of my notes i put <clears throat> these girls are dropping faster than flies over jamie kennedy's acting career wow <laughs> thank you and good night <laughs> do you think they're gonna do something in scream five somehow jamie kennedy gets involved I like really he has an he, uncle really who looks just hope, like him or i something. hope he's not there i don't want him to be there. like he, it would make no sense for him to be there but they did it for scream <laughs> three somehow well they didn't in four so i guess i guess it's i on. i can't express enough how much i don't mom. want him to be there yeah <laughs> I saw Son of the Mask. I saw Heckler. Sure. I, I don't need any sure. more. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? Hi. Hi. Oh, we've got, hey. four, we've got four people to... Oh, my oh. God, five. Good Lord. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh. You're killing me, Fish. You're killing uh, me. I am? What did yeah. I do? Oh, this time zone difference. You're killing me. Oh, I'm sorry. I was tying one on with the Bee Gees last night. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely the, contributed. We're on the Damn, East I'm Coast, too. You, I couldn't sleep, so there's an HBO documentary. Yeah. and Oh, my God. I fell in love all over again. It was the it's 80s, a good doc. boy. Actually, it was the set, you know, the 70s. 70s and, oh, yeah. my God. Oh, it was, was my fucking youth. <laughs> <laughs> the doc's good, though. Is it? Is it a good documentary? Oh, it's excellent! Yeah. It's excellent! It really is! It's really excellent. Cool. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hey. Hey, everybody. the Queen of Halloween. Yeah. Nice to meet you. I'm Zach. Great to meet you. You're yeah, well, well, Oh, I gotta hear you. I see your mouth when you say you're Jack when you gotta go. I'm, <laughs> I'm just laughing so hard. That's his thing. Oh, he good, likes good. to be, he likes to not, we can't, like when I, I do a podcast with him and he just like screams into the microphone and then I have to edit it and it's very hard. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Hold on, I'll, I'll, get, I'll get this. You'll, you'll appreciate this right. since there is an elephant in the room. Okay. <laughs> Let me address the elephant in the room. I'm going to put the microphone down and show you this. This is, um, you know, you know, Glamour magazine, you know, what to wear, what to do. Okay. This is who wore it best. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
You definitely wore it best. You, I think that's you, you absolutely. Obvious. Can I get in that good? Is You're it nailing it. It's perfect. Yep. Okay, okay. So uh, what happened was JCT was in Japan with his father a year ago in November, and they went all over the gift shops at uh, Disneyland to find me this because uh, this is our mutual thing, Zach and I. So anyway... Uh, when when, when uh, his dad made the calendar, he put those pictures together. Oh. It's pretty funny. Oh, I think you wore it best. <laughs> and I look so, my hair looks so god-awful. I mean, this <laughs> is the... <laughs> uh, Queen of Halloween, are you familiar with the musician Beck? Yes. That's what we, we run a podcast about Beck. That's what Beck <laughs> oh. and I do. <laughs> Do you have any thoughts huh? on Beck? Do you have thoughts on Beck? I'd have to study up, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's what okay. the podcast we, is for. Yeah, we literally <laughs> don't know anything about him, actually. I do. You don't. <laughs> okay, well, you should keep throwing me under the bus. It's really funny. The, the listeners love it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes, be careful about that. Don't admit that, you know. <laughs> exactly Gosh, what don't, she... don't mess with the BG high, you know, I mean. You know, and, <laughs> and I got to tell you, the greatest thing about it was that mm. um, I was in a sorority at mm. University of Illinois, which is, you know, like uh, Big Ten uh, mm. school colleges, you know, kind of a thing. And kind of one of the biggest Greek, Greek systems uh, at, you know, at the time or whatever. So watching that movie and then, you know, the, the time zone was just perfect for the, this documentary. And I kind of came in like about a quarter in or something mm. and uh, disco and all this stuff. I mean, that was my college experience. It was wow. just like, I tied one on, man. It was good. <laughs> What's your favorite Bee Gees song? Huh? What's your favorite Bee Gees song? kind of mesh together <laughs> that's right? true. you know that's it's true. all how deep is your love you yeah. know i mean i'm uh, a nights on broadway guy yeah i am too i was going to say that i was going to start singing yeah. that but and you know fesh there's a, on the documentary there's a really mm -hmm. neat thing um about the nights on broadway oh okay cool uh, the drummer like his mother was sick in england and he mm -hmm. had to leave the band they were uh, they were uh taping in florida and um so they actually did the tracks like with the drum work and everything mm -hmm. uh without a drummer and it was like the first time that they had done that like the the sounds from just cutting tapes and splicing tapes wow. but it was like it was like not a drum it was just like different synchronized kind of things wow. So yeah, cool. it's it's you know really really interesting the things that you know the technical side and yeah. uh, you know really cool nice. you know and I talked to my husband this morning he's in Texas and I told him that's what I was doing and he was like you know he's seven years old seven no seven no sorry about that uh, seven years older you know <laughs> so you know his generation was like fighting you know. Uh, in Vietnam and all that stuff and everything, and you know my stupid generations on platform shoes and disco <laughs> dancing and hey, you know jumping, running, you know through the cancel on uh, the campus, uh, 
naked, you know, because that sure. was uh, streaking. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, you, yeah. Got, you gotta. That's another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you said it, Queen Halloween. <laughs> like the movie oh (laughs) (laughs) they didn't they didn't like the movie (laughs) yep (laughs) we're on the same page what one one might say we hated it (laughs) 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 sorority bitches paternity (laughs) bastards what what why why i mean Okay, so we'll come back after you've seen the uh, Help Me Fest here. We got What's definitely up? got Black Christmas 2006. Six, and what was yeah. The other year? 74. There we go, 74. So they totally went away from the history, yeah. you yeah. know. Absolutely. Well, there you have it, folks. <laughs> Well, okay, let's also, uh, but seriously, guys, what are our three favorite animals? I knew you were oh, going to yeah, ask. Yeah. I knew yeah. you were going to ask. I got to know. I got to know. I got to go unicorn, elephant, yeah. uh-huh. and then gr- uh, gorilla. Cool. I'll, um, duck, owl, goose. Bird, dog, mm. owl, all birds. I love my birds. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Zach, <Bird. laughs> um, uh, I like axolotls. Those little mm. like, yep, you know the ones. Lizard boys, yeah, yeah, you know the ones. Or amphibian boys, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I too like owls. And mm. then I'd probably also say I too like elephants. <laughs> Very cool. That's my story. That clearly says everything you need to know about yep. me, mm-hmm. according yep. to this movie. <laughs> uh, Queen of Halloween, you have three favorite animals? Yeah, I like zebras, owls. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. And uh, geckos. Ooh, that's oh, a good one. nice. What about I had squirrels? Some... Huh? Oh, my squirrely. Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> See his brain. Does, does, the squ- does the squirrel make the top three or no? <laughs> oh yeah, my little. Well, you know my little pet squirrel on the outside the house. You know we. Yeah. Long talks. Long talks. Yeah. 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 Uh, so Chip is my favorite. Yeah, okay, Chip, uh, owls, and then zebras. Oh. Geckos got the geckos. Got it. Get out of here, geckos. <laughs> you made you, you came close, but you're out. Uh, my my uh, my number one is a quokka, the Australian Ooh. little boys. Those guys are great. Love them. Um, number two, kangaroo. I love the Australian animals, guys. That's that's the, they're very cool. And then uh, three. Three is tough. I'm gonna go with, um, hmm, iguana. Ooh, I love it. That's all. It's fun. <laughs> Those to are say. our three favorite animals. I genuinely forget what they're sp- each one's supposed to represent. I know the first one is you, but I forget. I switched one the last two. One of them two. was uh, your friends. Remember, and maybe th- yeah. they referenced it kind of like. In terms of being uh, sorority sisters and whatnot, yeah. you know, come on, we're ants. You yeah, know, yes. we're ants. We've got to stick up for her. We're so ants. I think so that's maybe the third one. Probably yeah. the third one then. Yeah. So 
and then the middle was like romantic, right? That's right. Yeah, maybe. So owls. Everybody here's got yeah. the, got the hots for owls. <laughs> Love Twin Peaks. What can we say? <laughs> I I gotta say I've been in the same room as an owl. They're scary. <gasps> I absolutely. I was on like a MTV real uh, like reality show, mm. and date as, my like, mom. Yes, yeah, date my mom, and <laughs> the mom's mom was an owl trainer, and they yeah. had an owl. Owls are scared. They the, the the onset like animal guy was like, okay, no one fuck around. This animal can and will attack you if it's if it's scared. JC, I, I feel scared. that so hard. There was at least one childhood experience where I went into my backyard of like my old parents' place, and we have this very specific like secret garden esque clearing and like the high bushes that we have so you can see what's in there and i went one time as a very little kid i saw an owl it did like the head spin while making direct eye contact with me and i'm pretty sure it hexed me for life (laughs) (laughs) um there was an era there where uh i was seeing owls everywhere and i genuinely was like Am I marked for death? <laughs> like that. Li- like some of it was literal, but a lot of it was just like an apartment I went to for the first time had a bunch of owl decor. Like they were just popping up in every part of my life, and I was just like, uh, "Am I gonna die? Am I, am I marked for death, or am I meant to go on some type of quest?" <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I uh, neither no, happened. So Zach, <laughs> you're being watched. Oh. Oh. <laughs> They're there we go. Watching. By the owls true. of Gahul. Courtney's favorite Zack Snyder movie. Wow. <laughs> well, that's that. Yeah, that's fine. That's, <laughs> you do a lot worse than that. Yeah. I read every book. Uh, yeah. Wow. That's, that marks my age, I think, pretty obviously. <laughs> Almost to the minute, I feel yeah. like. It's <laughs> a very specific it's so window. hyper-specific. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> well ho 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 everybody that was the the black christmas uh trudge i don't know uh, yeah. we sledded we sledded through i'm trying it's snowy and we're trudging we were dashing through the pod ah oh, we were one, dashing through the horse one cast open podcast podcast oh. this is a five, po- no a five cast Five yeah. casts. There's five. Oh, of us. there's five of Podcast. us. Yeah, podcast. There you go. Like a pentagram. Oh, oh, slay, queen of Halloween. Yes. Yes. <laughs> slay. Okay. Uh, queen of Halloween. Say slay, queen, slay for us. Slay, queen, slay. Nailed it. Thank you. And so next week not only starts a new year, but it starts a new mini series, which is us. We're gonna be talking about some Hitchcock for you guys. Speaking of birds. Huh? Yep. We were just talking about birds. We'll cover hey, birds. Oh. Hey. So that'll start. What was that shake out to? That's like the first January 1st. That's January 1st. Yeah. Wow. Oh, jeez. And yeah. At some point, we'll have an updated Mountain Goats uh, song ranking. Look for that oh, somewhere, yeah. somehow. I guess we'll do it on that first episode, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. New Year. That or a squibby. Yes, probably. You know. Oh, yeah. Okay. And with the birds, <laughs> with the birds, I'm going to be taking Zach to where it was filmed. Oh. <gasps> What a That's wonderful right. tease. We're Great. not too far away. No, we are not too far away. Very cool. Very cool. Zach and Courtney, is there anything else you guys would like to promote as we wrap this up? 
just follow the Back to Back podcast on Instagram at Back to Back Podcast, on Twitter at Back to Back Pod, and feel free to listen. You don't even have to really like Beck. We just kind of talk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. if, you, if you are coming to the podcast for legitimate Beck musical insight or analysis, as, as we tell the subreddit that has plenty <laughs> of people that are out to get us, that's not us. We're not mm. doing any kind of serious insight, except maybe once every 10 episodes. <laughs> of which that we was have last 20. episode. So yeah. uh, <laughs> the next one, nothing. Nothing. Yeah, we, we, we just hit 20. So look forward to episode 30 for more insight. Yep. Uh, but, <laughs> but you will have to go through the rest to get there. On the yeah. Wonderful. And that's Beck number two. Yes. Beck, right? Beck number yes. two. Yep. Cool. Uh, what do we all hope we're getting for Christmas, and then we'll we'll wrap it up from there. I would love the complete AEW unrivaled action figure series. Wow, I want the Friday the Thirteenth complete Blu-ray set. Zach, what do you want? <laughs> all right, Courtney, what do you want? If I'm really that bad, if I've been really been that bad, instead of expecting Cole, I feel like just to fuck with me, Santa's gonna give me a copy of Black Christmas 2019. <laughs> I, uh, I, it's too late, so I'm gonna end up asking for this for my birthday. But I really want a banjo. I can't get that out of my head. I want a banjo. I've moved to the south. I feel like I'm ready for a banjo. You and banjos is just like a menace. It's I so love a banjo. I play other instruments, Courtney. I play the violin. Oh, okay. I play the violin. I love that. Great. I love the violin. Yeah. I'm literally your co-host. I did not know you played the violin. I've definitely (laughs) told you before. I definitely don't think that you have. I played it for eight years. It's more likely that you told me and I forgot. Actual request, I want some kind of like gift card to cook out so that (laughs) me and Courtney finally go hang out. I can just go all in on cookout. Southeastern fast food chain cookout. Shout out to cookout. We're not sponsored by cookout, but shout out to them. Queen of Halloween, what do you want for Christmas? I want a Dr. Fauci bobblehead. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) And with that... Merry we Christmas. love you. Love you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Telling the truth can be dangerous. Telling the truth can be dangerous business. Lying and podcasting go hand in hand. If you admit you were scared of a movie, then I was scared too. Could be your jam. <laughs>